Got another week flying. Hopefully you had an easy time getting up this morning. I, f- I did find that it, it's the weirdest thing. I don't know if I jinxed myself. Jody was talking about, you know, spring forward causes problems for people when it the does. clock changes. It's subtle, but it's and real. I was all good Monday. Yesterday, I was like just wrecked. And today, it's just the same thing. Walking through a fog. I mean, am, am, am I blaming it on the wrong thing or is it that? I think it's that. Oh, why um, would it wait a day? I don't because know. It took a while f- for your body to catch up to trying to re- to adjust to it. This Tuesday morning was just, I was felt like I was walking in mud. What's funny about yesterday morning is that it was harder for me to get out of bed, but after I got out of bed, boom. No, that's Man, I was hitting, I was not fine. Me. First off, I felt like I was tied to the bed once I finally got untied. I realize <laughs> I'm speaking metaphorically here, mm-hmm. Sam, not really. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, even once I got up and moved around, I was just having some trouble, man. Daylight I like saving. It's not easy on the I guess that's a real deal. And well, they say it's not really good to keep pushing the snooze button either. No, because it's not. You don't really get any more rest per se. When truth, they, when okay, so that. that's the question: to snooze or not to snooze? If you snooze and you're wondering if it's really helping you, I like it because I like the ha ha. I'm not getting up yet. I'm going to lay here. <laughs> I win. But the truth of the matter is that most snooze buttons are around nine minutes, and that's not enough time for your body to go back into a full sleep cycle. So your alarm ends up jolting you back to wakefulness. Yeah. And it doesn't, you know, it, it messes you up between sleep stages. So later you so pay you feel for worse? it. You feel worse later. Mm. If you can just train yourself to get up when your alarm goes off, um, you will feel better all throughout the whole day so later on this morning we're not just going to give you that and say good luck we'll tell you what things to do to train yourself to stop snoozing okay how about that See, and i've never been able to find the way to change it on my phone it's always five minutes which Ooh, is really well, not wow yeah you it's can't even worse it. there's no point it's even yeah. worse murphy <laughs> <laughs> you're just toying with yourself yes <laughs> okay so we'll do that on the way um you got to visit your grandbaby again yesterday uh, yeah Sam? i got to visit hollis yesterday mm-hmm HR, as I like to call him. Yeah. Uh, HR? Yeah, Hollis Robert. And I found out I have a special magical power after holding him yesterday. I'll tell you what that is. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. First one of the morning, I'm going to restore your faith in Will Smith as the genie in the live action Aladdin. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So Disney released a new trailer yesterday for the live action Aladdin movie. And wow, it gives you so much more. It's really beautiful. You feel like you're with him in Agarabah and you're seeing Jasmine for the first time. Like you are there. Oh, Jasmine's in this one? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, guys. Yeah, now you're interested. Okay, so here's the deal. What's What was the, the big problem for everybody was that little teaser trailer they gave the world with will smith looking all cgi'd and blue and we didn't like that the world was like oh no this trailer has the real will smith like he's genie but he's not big and blue so apparently only stays blue for a little while so he's not even really when he comes out of the lamp so yeah i stand by my oath loyalty to wishes three i'm kidding watch this watch out Much more <laughs> Will Smith like. I know that song. Yeah, but it's Will Smith, yeah. and he looks like himself except except with the beard and all the genie clothes. Yeah. So that teaser trailer they gave, they made the mistake of making us think he was going to be like that the whole time. When he apparently when he first comes out of the bottle, he's all he's big blue. and blue. Yeah. But he gets more like on Aladdin's level, and it's just like Will Smith. Hmm. So, oh wow! You think they'll sneak in a little Fresh Prince somewhere in there? You know how Disney mm. is. Probably like at a little the Easter egg. End. You mean? Yeah. Um, and this movie, according to this new trailer, has real heart. 
Hey, can you make me a prince? There is a lot of gray area in Make Me a Prince. I could just make you a prince. Oh, no. Y'all see my palace? Ha, ha, ha. You look like a prince on the outside. But I didn't change anything on the inside. It's really beautiful, and it looks really funny, and it looks really touching. I have hope for this one. Oh, yeah. Disney does not make to a bad live movie. Up. When he made him to into a up. prince, was he like prince, like purple? And- no, it wasn't that. It oh. was just, but it's funny. It's funny. Okay. Check out the trailer in case you haven't seen it. And by the way, uh, the live action Aladdin will be in theaters just in time for summer, May 24th. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So uh, earlier we were talking about how too much snoozing is really not a good thing for you. Mm-hmm. So how in the world do you break that habit? Jody's got the help next. Okay, we've established and and now we know that snoozing in the morning, hitting your snooze on your alarm is really not good for you. Um, it just you never really go back to sleep in a serious sleep cycle, yeah. so you're just messing with your body. And apparently, if you'll just work on getting up when your alarm first goes off, you'll feel better the rest of the day. And I've heard that for a long time, but I, I still, still don't change myself. anything. I still lie to myself in the morning yeah. and want to try to snooze sometimes. Take it from a person who does not snooze. I can't remember... I- had the last time I snoozed. Right, Sam. Okay. It, it's not Murphy. That must be why you're so cheery and wonderful, Sam. <laughs> See, exactly. <sighs> okay. Yeah. If you really want to stop. But you're done. I mean, you're up, you're up and you're on it, right? Yeah. That's kind of the way but you start it, your day. But it doesn't mean I'm all chipper and happy and glad I got that extra 10 minutes. That has nothing to do with snoozing. <laughs> That's disposition. That's a whole other show. I believe you're correct. Okay. So. Three things to do if you want to stop the snoozing habit to see if you can get up and feel better and all that kind of stuff. Um, I love this. This is my favorite one. I don't even do this yet. Add variety. Have a different alarm song or sound for every day of the week. Oh, because your body you. can mm. become accustomed to that sound that you ignore. <laughs> your your ears can become accustomed to the same ring. Yeah. I've, I've been using the same ringtone for quite some time now. The girls make fun of it. I it's, love it. It's, jo- it's one of Jody's favorite songs, but it's an old song that I didn't know was old until I watched Mad Men. You recognize this, Sam? No, it's a little mellow. You actually know this song. You do totally. I walk along the city streets you used to walk along with me. That's right. Always something there to remind me, mm-hmm. which was a hit in the eighties. They remade it in the eighties. They remade yeah. it. It's an old sixties beautiful know that. song. Yeah, and I it played at the end of a Mad Men episode, and I was like, "What?" So Jody likes that one. Huh. So anyway, you got to listen to it. Um, change it though. That can be Monday, Murph, and then Tuesday you could put Britney Spears, oh. and then Wednesday you could put a Babbling Brook. You know, whatever mm. you want to do. Okay. Babbling but Brook, put you back to sleep. Change it up, supposedly, so your mind doesn't. Because you can, your mind can get trained to ignore that. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Um, the other thing is engage your senses in other ways. Open the windows. Have your coffee pot start brewing. Engage your senses more than just your ears. Mm-hmm. And my other last favorite one, and I know that producer Bailey supposedly does this. Put your alarm. If you really can't get up, put your alarm somewhere across the room. So when you hear Britney Spears or whatever, <laughs> you, you go have over. to walk over to you her. Do. Shut up, Brittany. Good luck with the no more snoozing. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Wanted to visit my uh, new grandson, Hollis, yesterday, and I discovered that I have talents. I'm a baby whisperer. (laughs) In case you missed yesterday's After the Show podcast, we found out that Sam has a birthmark. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to see it? But what's interesting wow. is it's been passed down generation to generation, and it shows same up in place. the same place on everybody mm. in his family. So Weird. in case you missed that, you should definitely go check out yesterday's After the Show podcast. It really, we started. We weren't talking about birthmarks. We are talking about the fact that you are now a grandfather. Yes, I am. You a are. Gra- you chose your name. It's Pops. 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 You know, I I've like had a few Pops people a still say Pop, and it's like, I have to go Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, really? They yeah. think you're just hissing at them. Yeah, because Pop to me sounds older than Pops. Yeah. Really? Pop. Yeah, I'm Pops. Well, if I make yeah. a mistake, forgive me. I'll just go Okay. Yeah, same thing. You're hissing. I, I also found found out yesterday <laughs> when I went to see uh, Hollis that- um, You're so worried about Pops. You're about to forget <laughs> the, the, the baby's name. <laughs> uh, the H-Man. Um, that I've, I found out I have a magical power that I'm a baby whisperer. Okay, really? what happened? And I haven't had a baby in my arms in years. Right. And you've had five of them. Yeah. So I had plenty of chances. Anymore, though, yeah. uh, but it was just uh, Sammy and Melissa, Hollis and me in the room nice. at the hospital. So I got my chance to, you know, grab really him love. and hold him. And they gave him to me when he was. Yeah. He doesn't have a loud cry, but he was crying. Mm-hmm. So I just grabbed his hand, one of his little hands, which, by the way, baby hands are just so awesome. I know. Yeah. I mean, he wraps his whole hand around my thumb, and it's like, mm-hmm. I just think in 20 years, you'll be able to wrap your hand around my hand. Right. Yeah. And so I start, I had my thumb like in his palm, and I was rubbing the back of his hand, That's and sweet. then I'd rub the side of his cheek, and then his eyes closed, and he'd start that. <laughs> Yeah, that, that thing with their the mouth, and then he yeah. just kind of tilted his head to the side and dozed oh, off. Oh, so you did you keep doing it? Well, I stopped after a while, and, and? when I stopped, it woke up the beast again. Well, there really? you go. Wow. There you are. <laughs> and so yeah. I was like, here, rub, 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 wow. rub. It was like a lottery ticket. Rub, rub, did rub, rub. Did they ask rub. you to stay? No, because <laughs> you have your magic. Yeah, well, he had to go off to have the doctor check him out. You know the routine baby stuff. So that's yeah. when I left. But yeah, mm. I was like, man, if anybody needs me to come rub baby, that makes hands, you feel nice, uh, doesn't Pop, it? Pops has the magic recipe. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. I'm happy for you for that, Sam. Pops. I'm sorry, Pops. <laughs> Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Okay, 877-310-4MSJ. Anytime you want to join us for any reason, we love to chat with you in the mornings. And um, Chanel wants to talk to you, Sam, about that Pops name. <laughs> and we love to hear from you. 877-310-4MSJ. You can call us. Uh, you can text us at that same number. Uh, you can also inbox us on Facebook. However you want to reach out. So many ways, we, so little time. We just love to hear from you. Good morning. Hi. Hey. My name Hi. is Chanel, and I was just calling to let you guys know about the name my child called my mother mm-hmm. when she was little, not quite, like, really talking. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just making the noises. Sure. Okay, so I was mama. Mm-hmm. But my mom was mama. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Like that. Yeah, subtle difference. It's yeah. a, it's probably a big difference yeah. to a baby. It is, it is. But she's not mama anymore. She's Grammy now. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's sweet. For that's a sweet. long while, it was mama. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh my gosh. And what did you say your name is again? Your actual name? Oh, Chanel is my name. Chanel. Wow. Speaking of names, do you like that name? Because it's beautiful. Oh, thank you. Yes, I do, actually. I hated it when I was little. Sure, which means <laughs> you earned it. I do like it now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. So, were you named after Coco Chanel or the perfume? <laughs> well, my mom always used to wear that perfume. There yeah. you go. But my dad really liked the name, so my dad named me. But my mom was like, hey, I wear that perfume. That's so cute. But my mom totally butchered the spelling. Oh. Oh, how do you spell it? <laughs> Nobody calls me Chanel. Everybody calls me Cheryl because it's... Spelled like Cheryl, 
but with an N. Oh, so yeah. E-N-Y-L is how you spell my name. Oh, oh. no. Okay. Chanel. That's Chanel. different. I would Chanel. butcher that, too, yeah. except that this is the radio. i love your name though chanel enjoy thank you very much we appreciate the call jump in anytime uh 877-310-4675 coming up jody has your hollywood outsider we're gonna break down for you what's going on with felicity huffman and Lori laughlin in case it's kind of a little hard for you to understand Mm -hmm. it's called operation varsity blues well by the feds and uh william h macy is married to felicity huffman so why has he not been named in this break it all down for you next Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Being called the largest college cheating scam ever prosecuted by the Department of Justice. And of course, and, it bleeds into cheating, Hollywood. You don't mean students. You mean no, the parents. No, you mean parents <laughs> cheating the system to get their kids into elite mm-hmm. universities. And it's a list of like 50 names. It's a ginormous. They're going to make a movie about it. It's a ginormous story. And then two of the biggest names. I know you've heard about this already. I'm going to break it down for you, including why William H. Macy, who's married to Felicity Huffman, is not been named. But, but she's she in has. It. Uh, so, so Felicity from Desperate Housewives. Ladies, there's a new housewife in town. You know her. Yeah. And then Lori Laughlin. This was the biggest shocker, I guess, because we all uh, expect her to be so squeaky clean. <laughs> um, from Full House, Aunt Becky. Whatever happened to this? Aunt Becky's Sawyer. gone to the big house. <laughs> Not the full okay, house. They're calling it Operation Varsity Blues. And officials say uh-huh. that it's like parents paying bribes. So more specifically, let's break it down for you. Felicity Huffman allegedly paid $15,000, um, which she dis- disguised as a charitable donation. She funneled it through her own IRS-approved charity so that her daughter, Sophia, could take her SATs in a controlled environment. And she hired like the proctor to change the answers the wrong answers to the right answers that's that's, okay and it's not looking good for her because they've got her on phone calls and texts and things like that arranging for this stuff to happen man Lori laughlin aunt becky yeah aunt becky it shows that um she and her husband and he's been grabbed too um allegedly paid five hundred thousand dollars so that their two daughters olivia and isabella could get into usc and have them designated as recruits on the crew team also so that's expensive Uh, uh, and so they've got them both when they showed up with felicity huffman to get her it was like with fbi agents and guns drawn guns drawn so why William H. Macy? Why has he not been named? This is And he's Felicity's husband. He yes. It looks like, you know, he's involved too. Uh-huh. They brought him in and he was released. There's not enough direct evidence because they've got her on text and phone calls. And I'm thinking, <laughs> duh, she's the mom. She's the one making all this stuff happen and doing the details. He probably is is, is as involved, but they have to have evidence to get a conviction. And they've got no evidence on him. Well, she's making all the details happen. Yeah, and he's an award-winning actor, so he probably acted his way out oh, of it. Oh, that has nothing Look, to do with Felicity, it. how dare you? Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Hey, you can check out the Not So Serious Book Club. Uh, there's one that Jody loves so much, it was difficult to put it down long enough to take a picture to put it in the Not So Serious <laughs> uh, Book Club. Okay, yeah. MurphySamAndJody.com to get that. Um, guys, what's that saying? If at first you don't succeed, no, 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 not that one. a bird in the hand is Wait. worth <laughs> When the going gets tough, Please stop. The tough Wait, it's about going. the Make necessity like a tree of, and leave. What's the, 
is the mother of invention. Necessity is the mother of invention. Yes. That was never more true than yesterday afternoon, the other day when we had to take, well, okay, so our old 60-pound boxer, Ashley, who's 13 years old, is having a really hard time right now. She's not able to use her back legs very well at all. In fact, 90% of the time, she's not using them, so we're having to take her outside like with a towel underneath her, you know, Murphy's carrying her. And Which I'm, is weird. I didn't know you could do that, but that's what the vet recommended, mm, you know. It's clever. They make doggy scooters now where you can put them, you know, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so, and I don't know that she's actually going to regain the use of her legs. So, yeah, so we yeah. have a lo- little bit of a long road. We're waiting on some test results. Right now, she's okay, and we've mm-hmm. made her very comfortable. Um, but I get home from work, and she has been basically in the same spot all day. She's comfortable and happy, but I need to take her out. And this was before we learned the towel trick. So I'm like, necessity. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm so, I made her a cart. Okay, and I posted a picture of it on our Facebook page. I made her a little cart, and I rolled her outside. I mean, she's just rolling around. <laughs> What'd you make it out of? Okay, Murphy, you remember when my mom was living with us, and we were trying to move some of her furniture <laughs> Murphy, in? you remember that? <laughs> yes, do I remember I was that? Trying to, yeah. We were trying to move some furniture around, and you were like, I'm going to just buy a little dolly. or I think it's called a dolly. You bought this little square thing with yeah, wheels on well, the bottom of it. It's kind of like, I mean, I think they call it a furniture dolly, because you put things on top of it mm-hmm. to slide, you know, you can, then it rolls. It's a furniture dolly. It's for a piece of furniture that's too big for a handheld dog right except that it's you know there's a hole in the middle of it yeah so i had to find something to put on top of it. i looked around for a box and then i realized i had the top to a big chest that we keep phoebe's art in took the box flipped it over boom then i said well that's wouldn't be comfortable for her but it was going to be functional i put a blanket i mean she was ready to roll and she did i picked her up and put her on it and rolled her outside she just had a glorious time did you roll her around the block no, mm. I didn't want to do that. I rolled her into her favorite spot, you know, in the driveway. I ought to put a little remote control engine on it, you know, and then this, we could kind of <laughs> We're not going to electronic it up. She Suddenly, is, it's $400. She is a 13-year-old boxer. Yeah. But necessity, I mean, I came yeah. up with that in five minutes flat yeah. because we needed it. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. I would have never, without the pressure of wanting to get her outside without your help, Murphy. Well, you certainly wouldn't have grabbed the furniture, Dolly. I know. <laughs> it's, the, it's the Ashley Dolly now. Coming up. Sam has music news. The Jonas Brothers have made music history. Ah, boy band music history. Sam's got music news. The Jonas Brothers have made history with their new song, Sucker. I'm a sucker for you. Oh, man. Let it play. You hear that little falsetto there? That's Nick's Nick's superpower. Okay. Um, Joe's going to kick in. So I didn't good. realize this. this is their first number one song. I thought they might have had some before. No, nah, me too. No, their highest peak before was number five back in 2008. They're so, I don't want to love them, but I do actually. The uh, They set a record because they are the first boy band ever to go number one with a song in its first week. The song debuted, okay. came out as number one on the charts. Wowza. No, see, I would have thought Backstreet or NSYNC. You know, it's just a great story, too. That. I'm sorry. There's, It's a smart narrative. It's a great story. You know why? Why? They broke up because they were yeah. sick of each other, but they're family. You're stuck with family. Like, you don't have to see each other every day, but there is some bond. There's, you know... We all want them to bond and all that good stuff. And so the, the, when, with their comeback is not just the music, but the story. Yeah. And the documentaries coming with that story. Yes. And Brilliant. All the, and all the wives. Uh, there's a new tour coming out this summer. If you're a big 80s fan, it's called the Lost 80s Live Tour. The mm-hmm. motels, they have missing persons. Flock of Seagulls is on it. I wonder if the hair is still the same. Uh, Bow Wow Wow, Wang Chung, yeah. The Escape Club, and even this classic from John Parr. 
That is kind of a one-hit thing. This That's okay, the, though. That'll be the song where I go, you know, use the bathroom, get a drink. That's a good song. It's, it doesn't remind you of the movie. I mean... That's a great... That's yeah. a pump-me-up song. Look for That's the I Can Do Anything Lost song. 80s live tour, and with these compilation tours, it's like some nights you'll see some artists, some nights you'll see the others. Nickelback came up in Congress this week. This is how you remind What? What? There was a debate going on. Uh, okay, you know Nickelback. They catch a bad rap. Not a lot of people like Nickelback. I know. Um, Although they sell a lot, apparently. Oh, I know. And the songs are great. They came up in the discussion of an unpopular uh, criminal justice piece of legislation that's moving through right now. Okay. If you listen. Uh, only four uh, wanted to keep this provision. Everyone else wanted to change this. That's probably about the percent of people who think Nickelback is their favorite band in this country. <laughs> oh. uh, and I think uh, if you look at it, Nickelback's your favorite band, I, I, I apologize to the gentleman. Why would you criticize one of the greatest bands of the 90s? <laughs> wow. All right. One more reason why there's a difference between Democrats. Wow. Yeah. wow. Yeah, so there's a little Nickelback rebuttal going on there. That's crazy. Did he pull up the meme right after? <laughs> That's the best Nickelback song right there. Yep. <laughs> Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. Coming up next, let's dig into the 24-hour voicemail because sometimes we're goofing off and we miss your calls. 877-310-4MSJ. <laughs> Always love to hear from you. You can reach out to us on Facebook. You can also call or text us at 877-310-4MSJ. And every now and then, we'll be on another line, or maybe we're not even here and you're calling late at night. You can always... order ordering pizza. Maybe we're goofing off. Leave us a voicemail. <laughs> Murphy, Sam, and Jody. 24-hour voicemail. This is Nicole. I'm calling from Ohio, and I was just calling about the book that you're reading, and nice. I wanted to tell you I read that book about six years ago, nice. and it still remains one of my most favorite books of all times. Yay. It is such a good book. It is emotional. It is funny. It is exciting. You will love it. <laughs> um, I was blown away when I found out that they were making a movie, mm-hmm. and then I was so incredibly disappointed in the movie. Uh. Incredibly disappointed. Maybe your experience will be a little bit better, but if you have never read anything by Charles Martin, he is a phenomenal writer, and I highly recommend his book called When Crickets Cry. Yeah, right Such now. a good book. He's got so many that are so good. Cool. Anyway, just wanted to call in and tell you that great choice fantastic book and i love listening to you guys every day have a good one thank you nicole thank you, we nicole. appreciate you leaving the voicemail the name of the book is the mountain between us and there is a movie but i know better than to ever watch a movie first yeah. in fact i'm loving this book it's not new it's like five or six years old or something like that mm-hmm. i happen to pick it up in a paperback copy and i can't stop reading it it's so beautiful it's such a great crazy good survival story it's got so many. It's like stories within stories too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fabulous. Idris Elba's in the in the movie. Idris Elba and Kate Winslet are in the movie. But again, I'm reading it first because that's what's really good. So thank you, Nicole. Yep, and uh, of course you can see it in the Not So Serious Book Club at murphysamandjody.com. We got another voicemail. Cool. Hey, this is Diane. I was calling about hey. um, how you Sam's going to be called Pops. <laughs> My name yeah. is Mim. Uh, my oldest granddaughter, I was teaching her how to say yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am. And somehow she looked at me and goes, you're Mim. So, <laughs> M-I-M. So, that's my grandma's name instead of grandma or whatever. I'm Mim. Y'all Oops. have a great day. 
Thanks, See? Diane. We appreciate the voicemail. That one came about I naturally. Love, yeah, I, and I you know, Pops is what it is now. When Whenever Hollis can talk, maybe I'll be somebody different. Yeah, so don't get too attached, Sam. Yeah. Love to hear from you. Jump in anytime. 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up next, it's the producer's mailbag. What do we have on the way, Chad? Well, we've got everybody trying to convince you, Jody, that school projects are not the devil. <laughs> We love to hear from you. Um, call us, 877-310-4MSJ, or you can hit us up on Facebook or Instagram. Murphy's Sam and Jody, the producer's mailbag. What do we have today, Chad? Well, we're talking about school projects okay. and whether they are or are not the devil. I know I said that. <laughs> and for all teachers and educators, you know, I do see on paper the benefit. I understand that. But when it hits my home three projects deep with a kid who is sick, it kind of hurts a little. Yeah, that's but all. that's not their fault. You I know, know I mean, it's the, not. The, the project is, like I said, that sets you up for the future because you have to concept, you have to build, and you execute. You I know also what I mean? instructed our kid, please let me know what you need uh, weeks ago begging and what what happened last night walmart 9 30 p.m <laughs> that was me board run. that's why yeah. projects are the devil Standard sometimes there. to me let's go in the mailbag chat first up we've got facebook top fan debbie who says i hate projects <laughs> it is it is a no-win situation the child hates them too if you leave it to them which is what you're supposed to do yes. it's a mess if you help them, then it becomes your project and not fair to the other kids. My rule at home, Debbie, is this. I will help you plan and give you ideas and, and suggest you write list and remind the heck out of you. But I will not do the project. That's my uh, story. And yeah, I do stick that's to good. it. That's Painful it's as it is. Okay. This one is from Stacy, who, alert, she is a teacher. Yeah. Stacy. <laughs> I only assign in-class projects. Oh, I love you. Huh. See, oh. This way, I see the thought, planning, and the effort, and it is always the child's work. <laughs> I think nice. it's important to determine what the student is getting out of or learning from the project, sure. because a volcano from food ultimately teaches a kid zero about volcanoes, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> Oh, oh, Stacy, <laughs> you might win with that comment. Funny, You're so Stacey. funny. Okay. You. By the way, the the volcano went over well. Was it delicious? Yeah, it was. It great. was okay, but it's well. It was bread covered in chocolate. So <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> she did fine on it. And it's, it's been thrown away because yeah. she was like, "Yeah, I throw it away. It's over with." Oh. Yep. And last up, we've got Heather who wants to clarify that group projects are the devil. Oh, group projects. Yeah, yeah. That's because it winds up where one person winds up doing everything because everybody else. Yeah, and it's hard. Look, it's harder to work Ah, in a group. It is harder to work with a group of people, but it's good for you. That see, that's good for you. It just stinks to be in it. I guess it depends on whether that project's in the classroom or out of the classroom too. Yeah, coordinating everybody Mm -hmm. gets tricky. Please keep those in the classroom. All right, we love (laughs) hearing from you. Hit us up anytime on Facebook or Instagram. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. All right, more about that birthmark, Sam. We've known you for years, and I'm, now I've we know you. I've never seen this, and he's going to show it to us. Yeah. <laughs> We're a happy little family here, and we've all been together for a very long time. Murphy and I have been married coming up on, are you ready for this? 20 years this year. Holy. We can't believe it. When we're <laughs> gazing into each other's eyes. <laughs> do we still do that? No. Anyway, <laughs> um, I'm super happy. Oh, anyway, me too. The funny thing <laughs> is to, to learn something new about any of us is we- weird to me. When the three of us discover something right. new. So yesterday during our After the Show podcast, in celebration of you becoming a grandfather, Pops, Pops. is your chosen name. 
Go ahead and lay it on everybody what you told us. Um, Sammy told me, Sam, my son, the oldest, who's now the now a Hollis's dad, uh, that one of the things they noticed on Hollis was on the back of his neck, he's got a birthmark. Yeah. All of us have birthmarks. It's the mark. All, all five of my kids have the same birthmark. Crazy. I have it. My dad has it. Now, my mom didn't have it, but my dad has it, so obviously it came down on his your side. Dad. So it's and your it's, side of the family. And it's not the same mark on everybody. It's but it's just, in the same it's place? It's like a reddish splotch right at the base of the hair in the middle of the back of the neck. Really? Everybody? Yeah. Part, like, if you lined everybody up, everybody's got it? Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if all of them, if you put them together, it makes some kind of puzzle. <laughs> I wonder if it's a cosmic sign. Here's my question. I'm surprised that I've never known that. Well, A, you never told us that. B, I've never ridden on a motorcycle to see that on your (laughs) neck. You know what I mean? Hang on, Murphy. Right. Nor have I ridden behind you on a bus or a plane. We wouldn't know about that, obviously, but it's not like something you walk up and tell people either. I have a birthmark. And it's also not anything that I, it's like I know it's there. But yeah. Well, I think it's there. I don't look at the back of my neck on a you, regular basis. I need basis. to come look at it. It may be there. Look. It may have faded. It may not be there anymore. Okay, so do your children know? Like, does if you called Maddie right now and said, "Hey, do you know you had? Would she know it?" Yeah, they all okay. know it. So it's a thing. So it's a thing. Yeah. But what would ha- what's going to happen when it breaks the cycle? Like, because it's pr- is it likely to go on forever? I, it didn't even occur to me when Hollis was born to even ask about it. When Sammy told me, I was like, "You're oh, wow. kidding, really?" It continues. That's kind of cool. I mean, when my five kids, each of them had it, to me, that freaked me out. It's yeah, like, yeah, oh, right. wow, it's in the same spot. And it's crazy. Yeah. I'm almost jealous of that coolness. Did your dad have it on the back of his head? Yeah, he had it on the back of his neck. Did his dad have it on the back of his head? That I don't know. Seems like it may have started with your dad or for to, your Maybe for I can ask story. my mom and she can tell me about it. No, I have no clue. I've never heard of this, of birthmarks being like exclusive mm-hmm. to families yeah. only in the same spot. <laughs> so crazy. But the thing is, don't make such a big deal. I kind of like that it's on the down low. So that when oh, there is a, there's a kid that yeah. comes along that doesn't have it, they don't feel left out. Oh. <laughs> At least it's in a place you can all show it. Well, that's not like my other birthmark. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Going to break down for you in detail what Felicity Huffman and Lori Laughlin have been accused of. It is crazy. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. This college cheating scam, largest ever reported by the Department of Justice, called Operation Varsity Blues. Uh, Fifty names on These this list. These kids today, why are they cheating? And the two big—it's not the kids, <laughs> the parents cheating to get the kids in, and for some famous parents. I'm going to break it down for you. Felicity Huffman, we know her from Desperate Housewives. And Lori Laughlin, we know her from Full House. That one's the big shocker. Aunt what Becky. Okay. so the, the squeaky cleanest, squeakiest cleanest person on the show. Well, maybe. Aren't they all pretty squeaky clean? All right, let's break it down for you for what what they did. What they're, excuse me, what they're accused of doing. Allegedly, this is allegedly. Yes. So Felicity Huffman allegedly paid 15000 bucks. Um, which she funneled through her own charitable donation, like IRS approved. Mm-hmm. I guess that's how she got I don't know, picked up on. Um, so her daughter, Sophia, could take her SATs in a controlled environment, and, ha- and she hired like a proctor to change answers, incorrect answers. Didn't know you could now, do that. Fel- me either. Felicity Huffman is married to William H. Macy. We're going to get to why he's not been named, but she has been named. Mm-hmm. Okay, He was brought in and then paid some money and got out. Blames he didn't Lori know Lori Laughlin and her husband, this is a little messier. Uncle Jesse? They No, it's not him. <laughs> They allegedly paid $500,000 so their Mm. daughters, two of them, Olivia and Isabella, could get into USC. 
Well, then let's they have a little even, fight song. For you, I see. They have to pay, and they even paid for them to like be recruits on the crew team. So okay. they went even a little like deeper and... So Allegedly getting their in. half million dollars worth. Um, Lori Laughlin is supposed to be turning herself in today. Felicity Huffman was picked up at her house. The FBI showed up like seven I of them with guns that. drawn. Why William H. Macy, the actor who was married to Felicity, was not named in this? Yeah. Apparently there's not enough evidence to really charge him. There is evidence for Felicity. They've got her in text and phone conversations. I'm thinking, yeah, she's the mom. She's the one taking care of the details. Yeah, he's letting mom take the fall. It could have all been his idea or they could have you know, done this together. It's all allegedly, but they got him on nothing. I wonder if he rolled over on oh, What You did what? They're saying it's possible that he threw her under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> it's called oh, our Operation Bar City Blues. For sure, you're going to hear more about it today. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. All right, come hang out with us later today. We do the Murphy, Sam, and Jody After the Show podcast every day. This brand new episode, and it's just another way for us to connect later on. Guys, I, don't, I guess it's not a good thing to have egg on your face, literally, because there's, there's an old saying that says, you know, you just got egg on her face. Uh-huh. Which, right. now that you say that, I have no idea where that came from. It's one of those, we know what it means. It would be you've, horrible, you've though. you embarrassed yourself, but I don't know why you've Maybe been. a chicken farmer. Probably the worst thing in the world to have egg on your face, I'm sure. Especially if it was raw. Ugh. Well, now we've got something to Google today. Yeah. Yeah, I have to say, I say this. You know I eat eggs every morning. Mm-hmm. One or two, depending on if I'm really hungry or not. And, um... When we don't boil eggs and bring them, I bring raw eggs to work. Got to be careful with those, don't you? Well, whatever. Yeah, you do have to. Yeah, I do carry them in my purse, which is stupid. <laughs> oh. Yeah, especially if you have to hit but, somebody with your purse. But you, <clears throat> yeah. I don't do that. It leads to the saying "egg in your purse." <laughs> anyway, so this morning early, I don't know if anybody realized it. I don't know if you heard the big kaboom. I but didn't. I put. I opened up two raw eggs into a bowl, and I, as usual, put a paper towel on top and put it in the microwave here at yeah. work and i turned it on for one minute which is what i normally do and i cooked them yeah outside of the shells which of course is the way to do that yeah, i you cracked can, them yeah, open right. is what i said okay right. so anyway um for after one minute they were perfect and making noise and all this and i saw that the part in the middle was not i i, I couldn't tell if it was quite ready so i take it out and I start to stir it, and that was a mistake. Don't stir it. Don't mess with it so soon out of the microwave. Why? Because it went boom. What? what? The heat just made it go boom. And it, I, I did not get egg on my face, but there was egg all over the counter. I had to clean it, and it landed on my arm and made a... It burned me. Oh, really? It burned me. Yeah, I see the little red mark. I yeah. didn't know it could explode like that. Apparently, after microwaving it, it's under so much pressure. If you poke that bear, you poke that egg... Mm-hmm explosion well or if it's it's an air bubble that just got trapped i don't know but i gotta change the way i do it now if i make one of those mug coffees um mug mug cakes rather same deal you think that would explode i do it's it's something that's under the heat the heated pressure Hmm. i think you got to be careful with that maybe we should ask your daughter phoebe since she just studied volcanoes this is true Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. I went to visit my baby boy yesterday, my grandson Hollis. Yay, Sam. And I discovered I have a magical talent known as baby whispering. Oh, awesome. Also, coming up next, we know that snoozing your clock is not good for you, so how to stop doing that on the way next. 
Apparently, according to Jody, if you snooze, you lose. No. <laughs> I didn't say that. You should that, not push the snooze button. Well, you know, yeah. I say snooze button now. It's just on your phone. Yeah. Most people don't have clock. You know, clocks with the little buttons on them anymore. But like you that. snooze your phone. The deal is, it's not good for you to snooze because most snoozes are like nine, ten minutes at the most, and that's not enough time for your body to actually go back into a real sleep cycle that does you any good. Mm-hmm. So supposedly, the rest of the day you feel worse than if you'd have just gotten up. The first time when your alarm goes off, it's what you're supposed to do. You know what I read once that if you really have trouble getting up and you're a chronic push the snooze button type, even without realizing that you're pushing snooze, they say to go all the way old school and get a wind up clock Ugh. with bells on it, <laughs> put it across the room because there's no snooze button on those. That's you, the worst you sound can turn ever. Them, you can turn them off, but yeah. if they're not going to want you to turn it off. It's off, you know. Yeah. But yeah it oh is my gosh, a very jarring sound. I remember <laughs> that. For real, one time in my dad in his life, um, I guess he was late for work once with, with with his electronic clock, and he was not having it. So the next morning, it was it was the loudest bell yeah. ever, and he always got up to that afterward. He was so about self discipline, like he was going to fix his problem, and he did. And we all woke up, when we woke up with that. <laughs> yeah, my grandfather had one called Big Ben. Yeah. It was a small clock, but I know where they call it Big Ben because it had a big bell on it. Okay, so to stop here, it's like these are the recommendations for us now to stop snoozing. And one of my favorite ones is add variety because meaning to your alarm. Use a different alarm sound every morning if you want Mm -hmm. instead of the same thing that your mind and brain and ears can get used to. Okay. We were talking about Murphy's. I love his alarm. Yeah. But it is the same one every morning, yeah, right? Yeah, it's about time to change it up, Jody. It's this I mean, old song right that... Um, There's always something there to remind me from. But not the 80s version. From Mad the ni- Men. The 1960s version that I discovered while watching Mad Men. Yeah, they're singing. Too. After a while, you're sleeping to that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so add variety. You could do a different thing every Monday through Friday yeah. to wake you up. That way you're... Have I a use, theme. Yeah. I use a different one later in the afternoon. I use this. What do you set an alarm for? Alarm? Oh, man. Who wants to get up? That's that? kind of dreamy. Yes, it is. I like that one. Okay. Um, the other it's thing time. is like engage your other senses too. Let light into the room for your eyes, for your body to respond to that. If, if it's daylight. Yeah. And um, coffee. Make sure your coffee is brewing. If that's, you know, engage your other senses. I always say wash yeah, your face too. makes sense. Yeah, wash I your love face. that. And it doesn't have to be like super cold water. Mm-hmm. Just washing your face yeah. makes a difference. No snooze, baby. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Felicity Huffman and Lori Laughlin, actresses who've both been named in this largest ever college cheating scam, Operation Varsity Blues. Um, Felicity will have to be back in court later this month. She's home now after posting bail or whatever. Lori Laughlin is expected to turn herself in today. Um, allegedly, Huffman, Felicity Huffman, paid 15000 bucks for her daughter's test scores to be jacked altered. with, altered, right. And then Lori Laughlin and her husband paid... Half a Uncle million, Jesse. half a million dollars for their daughters, two of two girls, mm-hmm. to get into USC and to be, you know, designated as recruits. It is messy. It is sticky. There are fifty others charged in this, and some of them like major CEOs of major companies. But these are the ones from Hollywood. These two names you'll I mean, hear. Uncle Becky just. It's like Aunt Becky. Aunt Becky, rather. <laughs> Just the squeaky cleanest character. And a mama bear yeah. wanting some college cred. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Recently in one of the producer's mailbags, uh, producer Chad had read a comment from 
uh, Stephanie, mm-hmm. uh, and her comment was basically that we need more pictures of ourselves so once we pass on, people can have them to see what we look like. Okay. And it struck me because if you've ever, there are a couple pictures on my Facebook I have of me, but, sure if you have, but for the yeah, most you're... part, I shoot, I, I'm the shooter sure. of pictures. You know, sure. I have all the kids on the sofa, oh. I have my kids doing this, my kids doing that. Now, you know and, what, there are a lot of families like that where the dad took all the pics, so there aren't as many pictures of dad, you're too, right. Like and Stephanie's mom. comment made me think of that, you know, now with the new grandchild here, I need to start including myself in some yes. pictures. You do it, have a lot of pictures of yourself. You're just not realizing it. They're goofy. Yeah, they're goofy. They're, and I they're know. usually not with anybody. It's just me. I know. You know, I need to take more, because like I've got new pictures of me and the baby. You know, there's pictures. I need to have more pictures of me with my family as yes. opposed to Sam making a goofy face. Right. Well, you you do the sofa pic with it when all your kids are at the house. Now you're going to have to add that grandbaby yeah. and you need to get in it too. Oh, that's right. We need to find the place for the in the, la- in the lap yeah. of, your, of, of yeah. his dad but and mom. It's like only once or twice I've been in the sofa picture. And I've well, got like a couple change dozen that. of those. Yeah, yeah. You, could, you could set the timer on your phone to take the picture. Mm-hmm. Give you a good 10 seconds to get to the couch. <laughs> I think you can make it, Sam. And then I can make the funny face. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Besides the college cheating scandal that's unbelievable yesterday in entertainment, <laughs> the world we got another trailer for... Disney's live action Aladdin and no, Will Smith as the genie was not creepy. I stand by my oath with loyalty to wishes. This is when he comes out of the bottle at first. I'm kidding. Watch this. Watch out. So we will get Will Smith, not just this genie all the time. Yeah, that's like he's blue and big and odd looking CGI'd apparently just when he first comes out of the bottle. Then he's much more like Will. Yeah, he's not blue. That's so lovely and it was good to finally see that. I mean, yesterday's the trailer now that you can go grab. It's got Jasmine. It's got you get to really get a look at Aladdin and how it's really beautiful. You know that that Guy Ritchie made this movie. He's the director. I didn't know that. It's quite beautiful. It looks really Really, really lovely, and we're gonna get Aladdin live action sooner than I thought. I didn't realize the release date is May 24th. That's the kickoff to summer. That's this year. That is in a couple of months. And remember, Disney also giving us live action Dumbo later this month. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Enjoy the rest of your workday and uh, come join us later today for the Murphy, Sam and Jody After the Show podcast. Actually, it, there are two podcasts for you every day. Anything that you missed here is in mm-hmm. the main podcast. And then we hang out a little bit longer after the show, which we only do on the podcast. So we'll see you later. Alligator.